0: This is the American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio with Alec Cardinale, live from Springfield, Massachusetts.
1: Happy Halloween from all of us at American Variety Network. (laughs)
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the In Your Face talk show, right here exclusively on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli, and tonight... I have a very different style talk show. I'm not going to teach you about something, or I'm not going to discuss my opinions on anything, but rather tonight, I'm going to let you, the listeners, get to know me, your host, much better on a personal level. Now, I bet most of you, my listeners, don't know me outside of podcasting, and my goal tonight I want all my listeners to know me as a person rather than knowing me as just a simple podcast host. Now this show is going to be similar to like an online biography. I'm going to tell you everything that I have done in my life. So this show is going to be all about Alice Cardinelli, the host of the American Variety Network, because after all... I am a person just like all of you. So basically, I'm going to talk about things like if I never had a podcast, you're going to find out everything about me before I even had a podcast, and then we'll talk about how I got into podcasting and all that good stuff too. But I'm going to share everything with you about me, the person that is Alice Cardinelli, and I'm not going to hold anything back. You guys are going to find out everything. So hopefully you will all enjoy this show and uh, respect me some more and maybe become friends with me. Who knows, but I just want to have a good show. I know I'm getting a lot more listeners. I'm very happy to say that my audience for the American Variety Network is growing, and I want to connect with my audience. I want you to feel like I'm a person rather than I'm just a podcast dude showing up to host a podcast. I'm here to have fun. I do these shows for you. So I want you, my listeners, to connect with me on a personal level, all right? Now, I have some wonderful questions from a personal friend that I'm going to answer on the show tonight. Now, if you're listening live to the show, you as well can ask me a question by calling in at 1-347-989-8142. So, if you have a question you want to ask Alice Cardinelli, please dial in live, one 1- Coming up live next on American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio, you will get to know me, Alice Cardinelli. Don't go anywhere as the biography of Alice Cardinelli starts right now after our introduction.
1: You're tuned in live to the American Variety Network, here, live on Blog Talk Radio.
2: With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics.
1: Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into to the American Variety Network, where I find the show is very educational and entertaining.
2: Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic?
1: Well, prove it by
2: calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now, let's get on with the show.
1: Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything even if it's controversial are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want well then you're listening
2: to the right talk show
1: you're tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. that at what is said, or you may scream. In your case, back and enjoy the show. Let's get in
2: your face with this great talk show.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and get this fun episode of the In Your Face Talk Show started. This is actually going to be a rather interesting show, because I think this is actually my first biography kind of podcast that I'm going to be doing, and I'm very excited about it. So I figured if I was going to do like a biography kind of show, I'll start with me personally, because nobody knows me better than myself. So let's go ahead and start our very first In Your Face Talk Show biography series. And that we move along I'm gonna do some more people that I know and let even do some celebrities that I like but let's start with Alice Cardinelli tonight so first thing I want you guys to know is that I am 22 years old I was born on August 15th 1993 so I actually celebrated my birthday two months ago I live right here in Springfield Massachusetts And I've been living in Massachusetts for, let's say, 19 to 20 years of my life. And also, I've been living in New England for most of my life. Now, for a little while, I also lived in Tampa, Florida for a few years. And I've got to say that Tampa Bay is a very beautiful area. And if I was to move to Florida, I would definitely move back to the Tampa Bay area. I like the Raymond James Stadium, where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play, and I like the whole area that Tampa Bay offers. So I think living in Tampa was perfect for a few years. So I want you to let that sink in. Yes, let that sink in that I'm 22 years old with a frigging podcast, but that just goes to show you that anyone can have a podcast Now, I believe I'm one of the younger hosts here on Blog Talk Radio, but I'm definitely not the youngest, believe it or not. There are a few kids, the teenage hosts, here on Blog Talk Radio, and I think having a podcast at any age is great. The more you talk, the more people are going to listen, all right? So, I am 22 years old, and I live in Springfield, Mass., is a great way to start to show. Now, a lot of you have been gossiping about what I actually do with my life, and this is some of the stuff that I'm hearing back from some of you, the listeners. Now, half of the stuff I hear back from some of you is stuff that is ridiculous. It's stuff that I don't even know I don't do. <laughs> now, don't you love when people have nothing better to do than gossip? But let me set you all straight right now. So, I'm 22 years old, and many of you probably think that podcasting is the only thing I do in my life. But you would be very wrong if you thought that. Now, several of you have told me and asked me, Alex, is podcasting the only thing that you do in your life? And really, it's not podcasting is just a fun hobby that I turned into a small job that I do very often. And actually, if I must say so myself, I do my podcast very well. The fact that I have a very loyal listener base and a lot of people tuning into my show and the fact that the American Variety Network is now a featured network right here on the American Variety Network tells me and it will tell you that I'm very good at what I do on podcasting. But no, podcasting is not the only thing I do in my life when I'm 22 years old. I do other things as well. So here is what else I have going on for me besides podcasting. Currently, I am planning on starting my own small cookie bakery, and sooner or later, I'm going to have my very own recipe book. Now, if you've been a follower of the American Variety Network, you would know of the great successful cooking show I have, Primetime Baking and the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show. So you would know that I love to cook and I love to bake. Now, I'm not going to open like a bakery that people can walk in, but I'm going to open one, an online cookie bakery where I'll be shipping out cookies all over the United States of America and... Selling cookies online as well now it's gonna take a while it's not gonna happen overnight I know I have to do my research and stuff but that is what I'm looking at doing within the next five years or so I actually want to start selling cookies and baked goods locally and online and start getting some money from what I really love to do and that is cooking and baking all right now I'm also focusing on my saltwater aquarium now you guys all know that i have a 29 gallon saltwater tank that i am actually starting i started it on october 2nd and it's been running for about two or three weeks now and it's gonna be ready for some fish next friday Hopefully and I'm gonna putting a lot of my focus on the saltwater aquarium making sure it's beautiful Magnificent and stunning because I actually do my podcast in my fish room and come 2016 when I start doing video podcast The, the saltwater aquarium is going to be my main display all right So I'm putting a lot of focus on my saltwater aquarium now I also help my grandmother, and my mother out. I will do a lot of cooking for my family and stuff. So I have a lot of stuff going on besides my podcast. And actually, I'm also looking for a part-time job. I actually have a lot of stuff that I do that I don't make public. I have a lot of stuff that I do during the day that I don't tell you guys on Facebook or I don't tell you guys about on the podcast, but I do other stuff. Besides podcasting. And I like to go out a lot. I like to go shopping. Go out to eat and stuff. So I do do other things in my life. And let's not not forget that I'm only 22 years old. So I have my whole life ahead of me. But really, I'm living. And that's all that matters to me. I get paid. And I can put food on my table. And survive. So I am set. Now let's just say... I'm only 22 freaking years old. I have plenty of time left to accomplish something. Now, you cannot simply have a life overnight. It takes time, and I'm definitely not one to rush things. I hate rushing, and I never, ever, ever rush anything if I don't have to. I like taking my time, I like doing things slowly. And carefully, and I make sure that everything I do is quality and not quantity, all right? I always take my time in doing things. That's what I'm doing with my life right now. I'm taking my time and making sure I have the right stuff done. And, yes, I may be doing a lot of podcasts, and it may seem that podcasts are the only thing that I do, but I really enjoy them. They're really fun. I actually get a little bit of money from the podcast, and I have all of you, my listeners – So I really enjoy it, and there is nothing better in the world to me than podcasting. So I actually really do enjoy it. Okay, now I want to tell you a little bit of a personal story that I never, ever shared with anyone. Um, I actually had a friend who actually went and told other people that I did not have a life. There was a man who always said, I, I don't have a life outside of podcasting. Now, it may seem that way to him, but no one really knows what goes on in my personal life. They only go on what hearsay or what I put up on social media, and I prefer to keep it that way. So pretty much everything I post on my Facebook is an open book, but the one thing that I'm never, ever going to post on Facebook is my relationship status, my income status, or even other personal stuff. Now, I'm not going to tell you every single thing that I do during my day. Usually, the only things I post on Facebook nowadays are good morning messages and my radio show advertisements. So I see where you guys are coming from when you are saying, isn't podcasts the only things that you do? Or, or podcast the only thing that you do? Well, because that's, that's all you see on my Facebook is the podcast advertisements. But I've learned to keep personal stuff off of Facebook because you don't want Facebook to know your personal business, your money business, or your relationship business. So I keep all my personal stuff and my personal life as much as I can off of Facebook because you really don't know who's scrolling Facebook for one. And I really don't want anyone scrolling Facebook to know how much money I'm getting, and stuff like that. But like I said, I post all my podcasts, good morning messages, and something good for the community on Facebook now. So, I just wanted to get the elephant out of the room. I just wanted to address... Uh, That question that a lot of you have been asking me, is podcast the only thing that I do in my life? And now you know that podcast is not the only thing I do with my life. So, enough of that. I want to get you to know me on a personal level. So, here are some cool facts about me, Alice Cardinelli. Now, I was born on August 15th, 1993, right here in my home city of Springfield, Massachusetts. I am a Springfield, Massachusetts resident for life. I like living here in New England, despite us having terrible winters. Now, I graduated high school in 2013 from Putnam Vocational Technical High School, which is a trade school. And I actually have a certificate in Culinary Arts. That's right. I am certified in Culinary Arts. I have a Surf safe certification as well. So, I studied Culinary Arts at Putnam and I did very well in the Culinary Arts field at Putnam. Now, I'm an Italian. Well, actually, I am an, I am an American Italian since I was born right here in America. But I'm more accustomed to saying that I am an Italian, as you can imagine. And as you just heard, I was going to say I was an, an Italian before I said I was an American Italian. I actually have never, ever used the term American Italian until I created the American Variety Network. Because I never, ever said it before. I just told people that I am an Italian. Now, I think after today's show... I'm going to go around telling people that I am an American-Italian because I was born in America and my family was Italian, so that makes me an American-Italian. All right, so as I just mentioned, I have a certificate in Culinary Arts from Completing Culinary Arts Program, and I'm also Serve Safe Certified, which means should I ever want to return to a professional kitchen, I possibly could. Now, that all depends on how my back is and things of that nature first. That's to make sure my health is up to date before I even considered uh, going to work in a corner arts field again. Because when you're working in a corner arts field, you're on your feet 24 hours a day. And that is exaggerating, but you're on your feet most of the day. And uh, I, def- I don't know how my back would hang out like that or how my back would hold up like that. Another cool fact that most people do not know about me, is I played junior baseball as a teenager. Now, I I was either 14 or 15, maybe 16 years old, but I did not make the full season. So I decided that playing sports was not for me. Yes, that's right. I did play junior baseball for half of a season, and I uh, actually did not like it. That's why I decided that sports were not for me. And... uh I never, ever did any more sports after that. So, I am actually a huge WWE fan, as the majority of you know. The thousands of you that listen to my WWE Zone radio, and the thousands of you that watch my YouTube videos, where I post all my um, WWE Monday Night Raw videos, you guys know I'm a huge wrestling fan, so, this should come to no surprise for you. Now, I've attended a couple of WWE events. My most recent one being five years ago in 2010 when WWE came to Springfield, Massachusetts. That was actually a really good wrestling hell show right here in the Mass Mutual Center. Now, the Mass Mutual Center is pretty big, for Springfield, Massachusetts standards. Now, it's not like a big Madison Square Garden, or it's not like a Fleet Center in Boston, or it's not like Raymond James Stadium or Yankee Stadium. It's not that caliber, but it's pretty big for a city uh, arena. It's a very. It's like um, something you would go see, like a well-known musician performing. But there's no big professional sports teams playing at uh, Mass Mutual. Anyway, the the WWE Health Show was at the Mass Mutual Center, and it was a pretty good show, and I actually enjoy going to the Mass Mutual Center. Now, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's talk about the Mass Mutual Center a little bit more so you guys from all other parts of the country know what exactly the Mass Mutual Center is. Now, the Mass Mutual Center is actually actually a minor league hockey team uh, arena. It's actually for the Springfield Falcons. And um, they use a lot of events there. Wrestling shows come once or twice a year there. Uh, There's actually basketball games there. Um, There's the Springfield Falcon hockey games there. And then there's also, every so often, there's like a big a rapper there, or if there's a hip-hop artist there, or some sort of a musician, so it's pretty big for Springfield Mass Standards, as I said, but anyways, when I went to the house show five years ago, I saw some awesome wrestlers, I saw Big Show, Sheamus, Kane, CM Punk, Alberto Del Rio, Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler, and others compete in that house show, Now, obviously, um, CM Punk Del Rio are no longer with the WWE right now. Now, here's another cool fact about me that many of you might not know. As a kid, I got to meet the Hardy Boys, as well as the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, Stone Cold, and even Triple H when he came to the Walmart two minutes from my house. That was actually... uh, Very cool thing as a wrestling fan to actually meet some of the wrestlers. However, someday, I'd like to personally meet Sting and Shawn Michaels because Sting and Shawn Michaels are actually my two favorite wrestlers of all time. Yes, even when I was a kid, Sting and Shawn Michaels were my personal favorite wrestlers. Now, as a kid and as a 22-year-old, I've always had a sweet tooth. I always loved desserts, and I've always loved anything with sugar. Now, I remember my addiction for Oreos and Mountain Dew grew when I was a kid, and to this day, I still love my Oreos, and I still love my Mountain Dew. I'm really addicted to them, and studies have shown The Oreos can be very addicting, and I am one of those lab rats who is uh, very addicted to Oreos. (laughs) That's funny, but yes, I uh, do love my Oreos, and I actually like homemade cookies. I like the homemade chocolate chip cookies, and I like baking and stuff, and I love this time of year because Halloween is candy time, and Thanksgiving is pie time, and Christmas is cookie time. I think Christmas is one of the only times of the year where I'll actually indulge, indulge in uh, cookies. I eat a lot of cookies during Christmas time, and I think it's really great. Now, another cool fact about me is I actually suffered a third degree burn when I was 12 years old, cooking pasta. And when I went to strain the pasta, the whole pan of water fell on top of my stomach. And, man, that was a very painful injury. Uh, I actually would never, ever uh, recommend allowing any 12-year-old to strain pasta from my horrific experience because that was very, very painful. Now, I actually had, uh, had pain that whole entire day. The pain subdued at night, and I was pain-free by the next day, but I remember being in pain the whole day uh, following that pain fall, uh, falling on me, and uh, I never, ever would even burn an enemy of mine. But you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I can actually remember going to school with my burn bandage up, and yet I still played dodgeball in gym. So even after I had a third degree burn, a couple days later, I went back to school and I played dodgeball in gym. Now the funny thing about this is I loved gym class as a young teenager, but come high school, gym and sports weren't interesting to me anymore. You know, when I turned 17, 18, I lost interest in gym and I lost interest in sports. Now I still like to watch football. I love my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love the NFL. I love the New York Yankees and I love MLB. But playing sports I lost interest in when I was seventeen or eighteen. I don't know why, but I did. All right? Now another cool fact about me is as far as I can remember I've never, ever had to go to the emergency room. For myself personally I've never ever ridden an ambulance for emergency reasons or anything life-threatening so as I like to say it I am very happy and I am very healthy which is good news I'm very excited about that now I mean I went to the hospital for major tooth pains and things like that but nothing major or life-threatening or severe Okay? Now, another cool fact about me is I've experienced more than my fair share of tragedies and losses. Now, I have about four major tragedies that I want to tell you about. Now, the first one happened in 2008 when I lost my Italian grandmother by the name of um, Mary Blair. She was actually my great-grandmother, and she passed away in 2008, and I learned to bake a lot of my delicious cookies and stuff from her, and I learned how to cook from her and my mother and my grandmother as well, but my great-grandmother taught me how to cook as well, so that was a huge, tragic loss for me. And then in 2012, just four years later, I lost another grandmother of mine. Uh, But this time, she was also known as my non. And I told you this story on my Cancer Awareness Show last week. Um, I actually reconnected with her in 2009 and had one full year with her. But then in 2011, she was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer. And I was there by her side every weekend taking care of her, uh, cooking meals for her, And I'm making sure that she was well, and I spent a lot of time with her until the day she died on June 12, 2012, and it was a really sad day. And any time you lose a loved one to cancer, it can take a toll on you. Now, over the last three years, I've learned to move past it, but I've also learned to get a little bit more respect, gain a little bit more respect for those who are living with cancer. So I miss my great-grandmother and my non to this day, but I always will remember them. And I will always remember the memories that they passed down to me. Now, a third tragedy that I ever experienced in my life was not really a tragedy in the sense that most people would think. Um, You'd probably say, well, this guy is an imbecile for thinking that it's a tragedy. But I'm a fish keeper, and I know that a lot of my fish keepers are going to feel sympathy for me because they would not be able to imagine it themselves. But, you know, the weather we have in New England is terrible. So I believe it was 2010 or 2011, we had a major snowstorm. I'm talking about 25 to 30 inches of snow on the ground. I'm talking about losing electricity for two or three weeks. I'm talking about being forced to get out of your house and go to a hotel to stay in electricity. I'm talking about wondering if your fish are going to survive for two to three weeks without electricity. And I'm not saying this is the greatest tragedy for any reason that I've ever suffered as a fish keeper, because it is. I'm always going to remember it. Now, that year that that snowstorm hit, I lost every single thing in my fish room. Every single living thing that I had in my fish room was dead in that snowstorm. And I'm estimating that I lost about $500 of fish to... A thousand dollars of fish in that fish room because I had a lot of rare freshwater stuff in there and luckily I did not have a saltwater tank up and running then because I'm pretty sure if I had a saltwater tank I'd be looking at maybe a thousand to five thousand dollar loss so if you could imagine how devastated I was coming home when the electricity was turned back on walking downstairs to my basement, and walking into a smell of dead fish and rotten water. That was a horrific sight. And actually, it took me a full month to recover. And actually, in that month, many times I contemplated leaving the tropical fish keeping hobby. And uh, what brought me back was I actually went to the local fish store, just because I was in the neighborhood. And I looked around, and uh, I realized that Black Friday was only a matter of a few days away. And I thought, well, I've got about $20 lying around. I'm sure I can pick up a few fish. So the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday 2011 hits, I went to the fish store. And believe it or not, I had a huge deal that day, and I walked out with like four or five fish, but these were uh very expensive fish. I think I walked out with a flagtail pressolotus, uh Electric Blue Jack Dempsey and some other stuff. So I think the worst tragedy I've ever suffered is that tragedy. Losing all those fish is unimaginable. Now it happened again. It happened the second time. But this time, uh, I didn't have that many fish. I only had the fish I bought on that Black Friday. And ironically, it happened in 2012. One year later, I lost my whole entire tank when we lost power for another week. But this time, if we have a big bad snowstorm this year, I'm prepared. I'm not going to lose anything, especially now that I have a saltwater aquarium. And luckily, knock on wood, over the last three years we have never ever had a snowstorm and knock power off at least at our house we've never ever had a snowstorm to knock our power off and if we do if we do i'm just going to bring my fish to the local fish store and have them hold them for me until power is restored that's what i should have done in the first time so when i tell people i've had my fair share of tragedies and loss make sure you take my word for it because i have had my fair share of tragedies and losses okay folks so let's bring this show back to a more positive role in a more positive mood now another cool fact about me is i've recently just gone to foxwoods actually i did this year for my birthday Now, this year on August 15th, I went to Foxwoods, and I have to say it was one of the best experiences of my life. I really enjoyed the fine dining buffet at the Foxwoods, I actually remember the name of it. It was called Festival Buffet, and I really enjoyed it, it had like um, crab rangoon, it had uh, filet mignon, it had lobster, veal parmesan, veal marsala, Chicken piccata, it had a lot of fine dining dishes you would not expect to see at a buffet. So I like the buffets at the casino. I think they're awesome. And actually, I won some money at Foxwoods on uh, my birthday. So I love Foxwoods for that reason. So definitely, I I will be back at Foxwoods sometime. I'd like to go before 2015 ends. But the next two months are going to be chaotic because we've got Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. And uh, I don't know. But I will definitely be going in 2016. And quite possibly, Foxwoods will be my winter routine since Six Flags is closed. So since Six Flags is closed, I could be going to Foxwoods more often during the winter time. Now, speaking of Six Flags, another cool fact about me is I love amusement parks, and I love going to Six Flags, New England, really, really fun um, place to go. I like going on all the rides and stuff. Okay, another cool fact about me is... I used to be a very shy person, not much of a talker, but obviously that all changed because I'm doing a podcast now. Now, I'm a person that likes to talk a lot, as you guys know, okay? Now, here's another cool fact about me. I am not a person that takes being disrespected lightly, It is my biggest pet peeve, and I'm man enough to admit that. I am nice to everyone, and I hope people will will be nice back to me. So if you respect me, I'm going to respect you. But if you disrespect me, I'm going to disrespect you right back. I think respect is earned, and it's not automatically given. You have to earn your respect in this world. So I'm always a nice person to everybody. Alright, I'm nice to you, even if I don't know you. But if you're rude, disrespectful, and nasty to to me, be prepared to get it back. In other words, if you are a jerk to me, I'll I'll be an even bigger jerk to you. So in other words, just be a good person, and don't try and tell me how to live my life, or what I should post on Facebook, because I had a guy tell me how exactly I should live my life and how and what I should post on Facebook. Really, I don't think people should be telling others what to do in their lives or what to post on social media because really it's none of their business. So those two things really grind my my gears. Okay? So, I'm a nice person and I like people. If I didn't like people, I wouldn't be doing a podcast, right? So I easily become friends with people that I meet, and I am fortunate to say I have quite a few friends that I chat with every day, and most of them respect me. And one of my good friends right now is listening to the show, and I'm going to go ahead and give him a shout-out. His name is Jeremy Stellhorn, and he respects my show, and he respects me as an individual, and I think he's a great guy, and he's a person I'm glad to call a good personal friend. And there are so many other people out there that are good friends of mine. Let's not forget my good friend, uh, Donovan Barger, who is listening to this show as well. And I've got my good friend Slashmaster1989, Jeff T. We don't talk as often as we did, but I talked to him this weekend. Uh, we're still awesome friends. And we've got I've got so many other great friends that I talk on a personal basis with, and there's a lot of local friends that I have here in Western Mass that nobody else knows about but me okay so what else is there for me to tell you about me Alice Cardinelli oh yeah here are some good ones for you I'm sure you guys are gonna laugh your asses off at this one but as a kid I used to play school (laughs) yeah that's true uh... when I was younger I liked going to school a lot and I used to play school I used to pretend that I was a teacher as a kid. I know it sounds really stupid and uh, really corny now. I don't do it anymore, but when I was a kid, that's exactly what I would do. And now we can laugh at it now, but when I was a kid, I really, really enjoyed it. So that's one thing you probably never, ever knew about Alice Cardinelli, and I'm letting you, my audience, be the first to hear it. Okay, it's really funny. Actually, the ironic thing, um, I loved school up until uh, sophomore, junior year of high school. Then I was like, "Uh, not really a big fan of school anymore, but I still went, and I obviously graduated as a senior in 2013. Now, another good thing you guys might laugh at was, as a kid, my brothers and my personal friends, who used to play... WWE wrestling together, and we were all wrestling fans as kids, and we used to all wrestle each other, and I pretend that we were the wrestlers, and I know that a lot of boys growing up will actually uh, play wrestling as well, so it's no surprise that I did as well. Now, as a kid, I had the hottest crush on Britney Spears. Man, I thought she was so pretty and sexy as a teenager, I'd have a huge heart on just staring at her. Now, uh, Britney Spears now is decent looking, um, but as of teenage years, my hottest crush now is Stephanie McMahon. I think Stephanie McMahon is uh, very, very hot looking and very sexy, even though that she is married to Triple H. All right, one last thing that you should know about me is I love all kinds of people. I'm not racist. I'll love you if you're white, black, purple, brown, orange, yellow, green, red, blue, silver, whatever. Whatever your color is, I will like you. I'm not a racist person. I'm also not sexist. If you're homosexual, I will like you as a person. I like just about anyone. I believe people should do whatever it is that makes them happy. Who cares what anyone else thinks? And who cares what anyone does with their life? I like people for who they are, not what they are or what they believe in or what they love. I like them for who they are. And that is why I love chatting with people on Facebook and on Twitter and even in person. It's great to communicate with people because they might like the same hobbies you like, they may talk about the same things that you like to talk about, or it's also fun to communicate with others. So I love all kinds of people. I will say this, the only person, or the only people that I am allergic to, are assholes. Yes, that's right, the only people that I don't like, are assholes and douchebags. And over the last few years, I've seemed to find my fair share of assholes and douchebags, but we all find them eventually. Uh, So what I'm saying to you is, I love all people, just those who classify themselves as assholes and douchebags. Now, how do you classify yourself as an asshole or a douchebag? You don't. You let your actions classify you as an asshole or a douchebag. So, if you are bad nothing somebody, or if you're being a real jerk to somebody, or if you're doing actions that make you seem like an asshole to people, chances are you are an asshole, and I really don't get along with assholes, and I really don't like assholes, but I like a lot of people, and uh, nine times out of ten, I really don't meet an asshole Uh, There's only a few certain people that I've met that are assholes. Everyone else I get along with just fine. So I love people. Okay, so I hope those are some good facts about me. I hope you, my listeners, enjoyed those personal facts about me, and I hope you get to know me a little bit better than you did before uh, when I was on the podcast. So now let's talk about some of my personal favorite hobbies. And what I like. So, my favorite hobbies. The first one is the tropical fish keeping hobby. So, I've only kept freshwater to date, but right now I started my very first saltwater aquarium, and I should be ready to add my first saltwater fish next week on Halloween. Now, the tropical fish keeping hobby has been a hobby of mine for about 14 years, give or take or few. I really enjoy it. Now, I like buying tropical fish. I like visiting fish stores, and I like trading fish, and I like getting new fish. I like to experience a lot of new species. Now, a lot of my personal fish keeping friends and some of the fish keepers, In the fishkeeping community, say, Alex, you barter or you trade a lot of fish and you always get new fish. Well, the truth is I do. I can't hide the truth anymore. The truth is I usually do get a lot of new fish and I usually do sell and trade a lot of new fish. But that's how I enjoy the tropical fishkeeping hobby. I'm certainly not going to keep fish the way person A wants me to keep fish or the way person B wants me to keep fish. I'm going to keep fish the way I, Alice Cardinelli, likes to keep fish, and I keep my fish happy and healthy. I'll grow them out to a sellable size and sell them, but that is what I did in the freshwater hobby. Now, I'm not doing that in the saltwater hobby, because everything I get in the saltwater hobby is going to be keepers. I'm going to keep every single thing that I get in the saltwater hobby that's why I running out with a small aquarium that is so I limit what I put in my tank now I'm not going to sell a single saltwater fish unless they are too aggressive or they get too big for my aquarium now I have to say the tropical fishkeeping hobby is probably my biggest hobby that I've ever had because all the fish stores in my area School of Fish, Inc., Fish Frenzy, and Dave's, they all know me by face. They know who I am, and they are always happy to see me because I'm, I'm going to leave their store with a fish or a filter or a filter pad or fish food, so I'm always spending my money at a local fish store, and I'm always happy to support the mom and dad fish shops, instead of going to a PetSmart or a PECO in my area. Nine times out of ten, you're going to see me at one of these local fish stores, instead of seeing me at a Peco or a PetSmart. And honestly, the only time I go to a Peco or a PetSmart is for the dollar per gallon seal, or, now that I'm in the saltwater hobby, the only time I will ever consider going to PECO is when they have a sale on the saltwater stuff, like the saltwater equipment, and the saltwater things like that. So... Tropical fish keeping hobby probably is the biggest hobby that I have, all right? Now, cooking and baking to me is a hobby. I love cooking, and I love baking, and I think of that as a hobby. Now, cooking and baking for me is a way to relieve my anger, relieve my stress, And also for a way for me to have fun. I love getting in the kitchen to start cooking up some chicken parm or making some delicious chocolate chip cookies or my personal favorite red velvet cake and all of that good stuff. Now, I, like everyone else, love going out to eat. I think going out to eat is a really fun uh, experience. I like going to the fine dining restaurants. I like going to the casual restaurants. I like going to fast food restaurants. Really, I just like going out to eat because it gives me an opportunity to be lazy and not to cook lunch or dinner that day. All right. Now, I love watching WWE Raw WWE SmackDown and all the pay per views. I mean, watching wrestling to me is a hobby. Uh I really like watching wrestling. I have the WWE Network. I subscribe to the WWE Network for a low sum of ninety nine uh, uh excuse me, a low sum of nine ninety nine, just ten dollars a month, and you get all pay per views year round, plus you get uh on demand stuff like Old Raws, old Smackdowns, all the old pay-per-views, and new series like Swerved. You get the Stone Cold podcast. So I really love the WWE Network for the undisclosed sum of 9.99. Now, my personal favorite wrestlers, like I said earlier in the show, are Sting, Shawn Michaels, and my current favorite wrestlers are Triple H, Bray Wyatt, The Rock. Dean Ambrose, The Undertaker, and Sting, okay? Now, another favorite hobby of mine is going out. I like going out to Six Flags, New England, Foxwoods. I like going out to the fish store, going out to go shopping. Really, I just like getting out of the house in general. I think getting out of the house is uh, a really fun thing to do, and I definitely really enjoy it. Now, I also enjoy going outdoors. Now, when I was a kid, I used to go fishing, and uh, I used to play outside. So I still, to this day, enjoy the outdoors. In the spring and summertime, I will sit outside and host a podcast outside. So I enjoy going outdoors. Now, I also enjoy photographing, getting a camera and taking pictures. Now, I stopped at age 16, so I have to start that up again, because I was good at taking pictures. However, I for sure was not anywhere near a professional photographer, but I liked getting up my camera and taking pictures. Now, I love social media. I'm addicted to Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and yes, even blog talk radio. That's right, I love Facebook, I love Twitter, I love YouTube, and most certainly, I love Blog Talk Radio. You may possibly find several accounts that I may or may not own. I do know this, I have like two or three accounts on Facebook, I've got three accounts on Twitter, I've got about four or five accounts on YouTube, and I've got about... I don't know, maybe four counts on Blog Talk Radio, really don't know, um, but I do got several accounts. I also know that for whatever reason, there are people pretending to be me online. Yes, that's right, there are people pretending to be Alice Cardinelli online. I mean, there are people stealing pictures off of my Facebook, my personal photos, and creating another account by the name of Alice Cardinelli on Facebook. You know, I saw that two months ago and I was like, Holy shit, why in the hell is this person or are these people trying to be me? Now, they're actually posting um stuff that would make me look like an asshole. Or stuff that would ruin my reputation. They were saying some racist things. And things of that nature. So I really don't understand where that came from. um, Or who created that account. But I do have a really good idea. Because at that time. uh, I was having an on and off relationship with somebody. And now I'm actually thinking that he may have had. Um, something to do with that account now I may be wrong most likely I am but I am the kind of person that thinks stuff like that um but luckily that account got taken down because I reported it to Facebook and uh I had to I had to actually show that I actually really was Alice Cardinelli but they had that account taken down and that account was actually taken down two weeks ago um, and whoever did that account, I mean, I think it's really childish to pretend to be me and post all of that ignorant crap that you posted, and I think that, I think that is why I got a lot of hate for my podcast, and I didn't even know what was going on. Uh, I think that is why people hated the aquatic wetline, and they really didn't like my networkers because somebody behind my back created an account posting negative stuff. And uh, hopefully that will never, ever happen again. Um, I actually did not know about this. This account was up and running for two years. It started in 2013, and I didn't even know. One day I searched my name, and I saw a picture that I took recently. And I was like, why is there another account with my name and my picture? Because I don't remember having another account like this. And I went and I looked, and I saw all the posts. And I was like, "Holy shit! So at first, I just ignored it because of the Gods trolls, but then i then I showed the account to my friends, and they were the ones to advise me to report the account to Facebook, and I did, and it got deleted, and I never ever seen any trace of that anymore so um it's hopefully that is over. Uh, And I'm enjoying myself on social media now. So I just wanted to share that with you because it was a really weird experience that I have ever had on social media. That is why I don't post a lot on Facebook anymore. That is why I don't share uh, what I'm doing now and uh, things of that nature. Alright, so besides social media, my next favorite hobby that I have is I like to drink on occasion. Now, I occasionally will have a drink, Um, I occasionally have a drink, like maybe four or five times a year. I'm not someone that gets drunk every day. I'm certainly not an alcoholic, but I will have a drink four or five times a year. That's about it. Maybe once a month, or sometimes only on birthdays, holidays, and on occasions. So, those are my personal favorite hobbies of mine, okay, so let's talk about my personal favorite things, so for food, I like pasta, you guys know that I'm an Italian, and I love Italian food, so I like pasta, I like chicken parmesan, I like chicken marsala, I like virtually any Italian chicken dish, I love Chinese food, I love quesadillas, I love tacos, I love grilled cheese, pretty much anything edible except for Sloppy Joes, Mexican food, sushi, and beans. I absolutely hate and disguise those foods. And the reason I hate uh, beans and sushi, Mexican food, and Sloppy Joe is because I actually get sick looking at them. And as a kid in... School, elementary school, I got sick from eating cafeteria style sloppy joes. And ever since that day, I have never ever touched a sloppy joe. Maybe I will in the future, but who knows? I still don't like sloppy joes to this day. All right. So my favorite snacks and desserts are Oreos, red velvet cake, cannolis, cheesecake, cookies, and pretty much anything. Now, I'm not a big fan of anything salty, but once in a while, you'll see me munching on caramel popcorn and Doritos. Now, my favorite beverages are Mountain Dew, Coca-Cola, Mike's Hard Lemonade, Bud Light Strawberry, and Strawberry Daiquiri. Now, I love the Mike's Hard Lemonade, and I love the Bud Light Strawberry and I love the strawberry daiquiris as my alcoholic drinks. I do drink soda every single day. I drink soda as soon as I wake up. I drink soda with my lunch. I drink soda with my dinner. I drink soda with my dessert, and I drink soda when I'm doing podcasts. Right now, I'm drinking Sprite as I talk to you guys, okay? Now, my personal favorite TV shows are WWE Raw, MasterChef, Chicago Fire, and CSI. Those are my personal favorite TV shows. Now, for movies, I like Tommy Boy, I like Shrek, I like Jingle All the Way, I like Titanic, I like 21 Jump Street, I like 22 Jump Street, Ted, and Ted Part Two. Those are all awesome movies. Now, for sports teams... I like the New York Yankees, the Chicago Cubs, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, I'm really excited to say that the Chicago Cubs are in the National League Championship Series, and hopefully we will see the Cubs in the World Series this year. Now, my favorite thing to do would be host a podcast Visit aquariums, I like going to Six Flags New England, I like going out to eat, I like playing, I like playing PlayStation 4, I play MLB 2K15 and WWE 2K16 pretty soon on the PS4, and I like having a good time. Now my favorite music, I like rap music, hip hop, and pretty much any music, I like listening to music when I need motivation, but my favorite artists for music are Creed, Enrique Iglesias, Three Doors Down, Backstreet Boys, BGS, and Eminem. So those are all of my favorite music. Now, for podcasts, I've got a lot of favorite podcasts. Uh, first, the podcast I listened to last night, live on the WWE Network. I like the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. I like the Chris Jericho podcast. I like the Jim Ross podcast. I like the Food Fun Nation radio on Blog Talk Radio. I like Ring Rust Radio on Blog Talk Radio. I like Fantasy Sports Warehouse on Blog Talk Radio. I like Coffee Talk with Shelly. I like the Get Controversy FM radio. And I also like um the, what's that radio show called? Oh, I forgot. Oh, man. Oh, oh, this needs to be said. Media radio show here on Blog Talk Radio. And if I must be selfish, I really enjoy hosting the Chef Carnelli Cooking Show and the American Variety Network. <laughs> but that's my personal opinion. So those are all the things that I actually like and enjoy. Let's talk about things that I dislike. Alright, I just want to share the things that I dislike. The first thing I dislike is disrespect. Now in this world today, there's a lot of disrespect going on. We've got people disrespecting elders, we've got uh, people disrespecting their parents, a lot of disrespect, and I'm not a big fan of disrespect. I also dislike ego. It's a part of human nature. But, man, I hate when people have ego. Too much ego is a bad thing. I also dislike people who judge others. I mean, why would somebody sit there and judge somebody else? I mean, they're definitely not going to look the same as you, and they're definitely not going to do the same things as you. People are put on this earth to be different than other people. Accept that, folks. All right? Okay. I'm going to have to talk a lot about this one, folks. This is something that really grinds my gears and really pisses me off. And this is something you can say definitely that I really extremely dislike. And that is gossiping. Now, I really hate gossiping. It's rather rude to sit there like old ladies and constantly talk about another person simply because you've got nothing better to do in your life or you're just jealous of what what that person is doing. Now I once knew some people and all they would do is gossip, gossip, and gossip about me and other people. Now I got sick of it after a while. Now I'm not gonna lie to you, I was a part of it myself, but I left. Now I'm sure today they are still gossiping and once they listen to the show, They're going to be like, he said this, he said that. (laughs) But some of the things that I hear people gossip about are some things I don't even do. And if I do, really they over-exaggerate what they say to other people. So i just laugh it off. I mean, what is the actual purpose of gossiping about other people and putting yourself in their business? What gain do you get out of it? I really don't know. So, since this is a personal show about me, let me tell you a story, if you will. You know, I had this one friend, and actually a few friends would actually tell me that I need to get a life. That I'm never ever going to get laid or get a girl by doing what I am doing, and that is the podcast. I mean, first of all, maybe I don't want to get laid right away. Maybe I don't want to get a girl right now. Because not every 22-year-old girl or, excuse me, not every 22-year-old is addicted, is addicted to sex. I got uh, totally lost track of my hair. But not every 22-year-old is addicted to sex. All right? I'm clean right now, and I want to stay that way. Well... That really took me to left field, didn't it? That was kind of funny. Maybe it is true. Maybe not every 22-year-old girl is to sex. But like I said, not every 22-year-old guy is to sex as well because we're not all sex addicts. But then those people would go gossip to other people. I chat with about how I'm a 22-year-old with nothing going for me. I'm not going anywhere. And here I am like, Jesus Christ, why the hell am I such your concern? But to be honest, I was flattered at the same time that these people go to bed thinking of me each night. And I always thought, what else are they going to talk about? But you see how I hate gossiping? Really, um, I really do despise gossiping very, very much. And the fact that I had to tell you that story made me confused. And I had to make a mistake on air because I really am pissed off. About gossiping now I'm one of those kinds of people who like to live my life the way I want to live my life and I'll let you live your life the way you want to live your life not a care in the world what you do as long as you leave me alone and treat me with the respect I earn. because I respect people and all I ask in return is for people to respect me okay Moving on before I start to get upset and change the positive mood for our show into a negative mood. I don't want to do that. One other thing I dislike is going to the dentist. I hate going to the dentist. It's one of the things I despise. I hate the dentist alike. I hate many other things, but I really, really hate the dentist. And it's one of the things I hate doing. All right, so now let's get the show back on a positive vibe. Really? Really? I've been talking for one hour and ten minutes? Wow, I never even knew that. So that's really great. This is an all-ad-lib show, and I'm having so much fun that I did not realize it was ten after ten, which means I've only got about 40 minutes left on the air. So we got to really uh, finish the show On a high note But this has been a great show so far So I hope you guys are enjoying it So I think it's time For an intermission Let's take a quick music and infomercial break And then we will continue This fun show So I'm going to play two songs tonight Because I've been talking for a while And I want to rest my voice After our two songs play We're going to hear our infomercial And then we're going to come back and have fun continuing our discussion and getting to know Alice Cardinelli much more. Coming up next, live on the Alice Cardinelli Biography Show, I'm going to give a shout-out to people who were really helpful throughout my whole life. I'm also going to discuss how and why I got into podcasting, and I'm going to answer some questions from a friend. And he asked some wonderful questions, and I have some wonderful answers. So, Jeremy and all of my listeners, stay tuned, because coming up right after this intermission, I'm going to have some wonderful shout-outs, and I'm also going to talk about how and why I got into podcasting, and then I'm going to answer those wonderful questions. So, we'll be right back after this quick intermission.
1: If you
3: having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I I got got 99 99 problems. problems, but a bitch ain't one.
0: or advertise. Do you want to get some much-needed exposure for your business or your very own Facebook page or even your very own podcast? Well, look no further than Jackie's help and advice for promoting on Facebook. Jackie will help you advertise your goods and help you spread the word. I, Alice Cardinelli, have personally been great friends with Miss Jackie Wilkes, and she has a very kind heart and she is a very sweet lady, and she will definitely help you grow like she has helped Alice Cardinelli grow. To advertise and promote your business or anything you want to advertise, please like and check out the page Jackie's Help and Advice for Promoting on Facebook. That's right. You can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network. And follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network 1. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like and our fan page on Twitter is at American Network one and hit follow. Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is American Variety Network at Comcast.net. That's American Variety Network at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. Network at Comcast.net While you're here listening to this show on Blog Talk Radio, feel free to check out some of the other great shows Blog Talk Radio has to offer. There are shows for everyone, whether it be Sports shows, politics shows, comedy shows, talk shows, and yes, even church religious shows. Become a loyal listener of
3: Block Talk Radio.
0: Today, BlockTalkRadio.com.
3: Happy Halloween from Alex Cardinali and all of us here at the American Variety Network. hope that your month is full of tricks and treats as well as plenty of scariness. Don't forget to enjoy some delicious candy this Halloween season. The American Variety Network suggests Reese's, Kit Kat, Snickers, and some Oreos for delicious Halloween treats. Make sure you have your candy ready for trick or treating. Happy Halloween! Halloween Tricks The American Variety Network live on Saturday, October 31st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. October 31st just happens to be Halloween. On a special Halloween night, the American Variety Network will celebrate Halloween with plenty of tricks and treats, scary Halloween stories, Halloween music, and candy discussion. So ghosts, goblins. And zombies come out of your prowl and tune into the American Variety Network for a special Halloween 2015 fun show. Join us Halloween night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blog.radio.com forward slash American Network. Happy Halloween. I see
1: a zombie. Oh no. I see a zombie. Look out.
3: Breaking news just into the American Variety Network studios. On Monday, November 30th, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific, Alex is going to share some groundbreaking news and announcements that will shock the American Variety Network and Blog Talk Radio. What is the news? Well, you're going to have to tune in live on Monday, November 30th because no one is going to find out. Suspense is the best. Plus, there will also be a special service guest returning to the American Variety Network for the first time in over a year. So what is the major news? We will find out on November 30th.
2: You're listening to the American Variety Network.
1: Your only place for variety on blog talk radio.
2: Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at one 347 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now, let's get on with the show.
1: Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're
2: listening to the right talk show.
1: You're tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said,
3: or you may scream. In your case, are back to enjoy the show.
1: Let's get
2: in your face with this great talk show.
0: Alright, welcome back to the In Your Face Talk Show. Right here on the American Variety Network. With your host, yours truly, your friend Alice Cardinelli. Tonight, I am doing an Alice Cardinelli biography show where you, my listeners, are going to learn about me personally, your host. Just who the hell is Alice Cardinelli? Well, they're finding out exactly who Alice Cardinelli is on this show, on a special Alice Cardinelli biography show. Okay? And so far, I've told you a lot of things about me. And if you have any questions, please feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. 989 8142 And you can ask me a question. and uh, Or any kind of question you have, you can ask me. I'd, th- I'd like to answer your question. And I'd actually like to give a very good shout-out to my friends in St. Louis, for listening to my show. Now, I know I've got several people from St. Louis tuning in to each and every episode of the American Variety Network, and to everyone from St. Louis tuning in, I appreciate your listening, and everyone tuning into my show everywhere all over the world. I appreciate your listens. I love you, my listeners, because you, my listeners, are my best friends. Remember that. Okay, so we're we're going to continue with our great show. We're going to continue uh talking about my biography. Now, the next topic I have for you tonight is shout-outs. And I want to give some shout-outs to people who have been there for me in my life and have helped me succeed in my 22-year life. So, the first shout-out goes to uh my mom and dad. Now, obviously, my mom and dad gave birth to me 22 years ago and they saw me graduate and they're happy that I am very successful on the podcast. So thank you thank you guys for that. I also like to give a shout out to my grandparents. They've always been there for me my whole entire life, so very thankful for that. I'd like to say thank you to uh my family for being there for me as well. Now, Of course, I would give uh, shout-outs to my family members as well because I love them. But now let's get to non-family members who've had an impact in my life. First, we've got Chef Matt West. Now, it's hard to imagine for me personally, but it's been two years since I've seen Chef Matt West. He was my instructor at Putnam High School when I took up culinary arts. I learned a lot about cooking and baking from him, and I learned how to be a professional cook and how to cook on my own from Chef Matt West, and I will ever I will forever be grateful for that. I'd also like to give a shout-out to Mrs. Lori Smith from Putnam, a very nice, kind-hearted woman, and uh, she taught me how to be a nice person and how to be grateful for things, so I am forever thankful for that. I also like to say thank you to a, a beautiful woman from Hyannis, Massachusetts. She's in the beautiful Cape Cod, and it's my family member, another family member of mine, Donna Dionysi Maloney. She's been on the show several times before she's a very nice lady and uh she she uh she leaves me awesome compliments and stuff on my show, so I am forever thankful about that. And uh, believe it or not, one of my personal favorite co-hosts of all time is now a very successful businessman, and he actually has a great crayfish company. You guys know who I'm talking about, and that is crayfish man, James Jones. He actually uh, bettered me as a podcaster because when I first met James Jones, and I'm certainly not afraid to admit this now, I was terrible at podcasting and I was not on the right track of uh, podcasting and per- if I had not met James I probably would not be podcasting today so James uh, co-hosted with me taught me a few things about marketing and stuff and I uh, forever thankful about that I also like to give a shout out to all of my personal friends out there I've mentioned Jeremy Stellhorn before great listener great guy Donovan Barger, Jeff T. There's also uh, a few friendships I formed from a saltwater fish farm. Christian, Jay, Seth, and there are some other great friends that I have, personal friends that told me they'd be upset if I talked about them on the podcast, but it's my show, so should I I, uh, run the risk of ruining a friendship or not? I don't know, but... We'll just say that uh, I have some other friends out there as well. And i also like to give a special shout-out to each and every one of you that has been listening to my podcast since 2013. You know, I love all of you, my listeners, as if you were my best friend. Now, the fact that you take a few minutes of your day... To listen to my show and hear me talk means a lot to me. Now, a lot of other podcasters out there, when they do a podcast, they're thinking about how many listens they're getting or if they can get sponsors to pay for their podcast or any of that stuff. But when I do a podcast, I don't do it for any of that stuff. I wouldn't give a damn if I ever got any money from a podcast. I wouldn't give a damn if only five of you Tuned into my podcast. What I care about is the people themselves listening to my show because I want to make sure every single body listening to my show enjoys themselves and has a good time. That's why I am a control freak when it comes to going on the air. That is why um, if I I'm not feeling 100%. If I have a cold, then I'm probably going to cancel a show because I don't want you to hear my raspy voice. If I am sick, I don't want you guys to get sick. It's the kind of person I am. Um, and I know it sounds stupid. It would never happen on the on the Internet, but I'm a I'm a good person like that. Uh, so if I know, for example, if I schedule a show and I really didn't know nothing about that show, if I know that show is not going to be a high quality I would delete it so every time I do a show I'm making sure I do it for you and a show that you will enjoy occasionally I am gonna have bad shows because nobody is perfect but what I do for you is I try to provide some positivity in this world filled of negatives and I've experienced several negatives but what happens when you experience negatives, you have to look past them and move straight to the forward, move straight to the future, and that is what I do. And I want to motivate as many of my listeners as I can. And I'm happy to say that with the Aquatic Wetline and the Chef Cardinale Cooking Show, we have gotten many beginners into the tropical fish keeping hobby, and I've helped many people begin their cooking careers, and I've helped many people start cooking. So I am very, very excited about that. So let's wrap this up really short and sweet. I love you, uh, my listeners. I thank you so much for tuning into my show, and I really hope you enjoy all of my shows. So that's my shout-outs for uh, my show because uh, I would never, ever be anywhere as close to as good as I am on the podcast without you, my listeners. When you, my listeners, are telling me, hey, Alex, that show sucked, you motivate me to do a better show, and I really appreciate that. So thank you, listeners. I actually appreciate your honesty. You know, a couple of years ago, when you told me that I was sucked at podcasting, I might have been really pissed off at you that I just ignored your message. Uh, But now I look at any any comments that I get, whether good or bad, and if it's a good comment, I will say thank you so much for uh, sharing your thoughts with me. If it's a bad comment, I will say the exact same thing, but I will change and uh, make myself better. All right, so that's my shout-out for this show. I just thought that would be a fun way to get to know you guys and interact with you much more. So... Now I want to go ahead and ask my, or excuse me, now I want to go ahead and answer my friends' questions right here on my biography show. So let me scroll through Facebook and uh, find them really quick. Okay, here we go. All right, these are actually really good questions. These questions are asked by Jeremy Stelhorn, and unfortunately he can't call in tonight. Oh, excuse me, but he sent me he sent me these via Facebook, and I'm gonna go ahead and answer them right now. So the first question he has is a really good one, and it is what would you do if you couldn't podcast? That's actually a great question. You know, I actually never thought about life without podcasting, uh, but I suppose I should because someday podcasting might not always be there for me. I really love podcasting. I probably would be devastated if I couldn't podcast anymore. But if I couldn't podcast anymore, I'd probably uh, start posting a lot more videos on my YouTube channel. I'd get more active on my YouTube channel and I'd seek out to have the best YouTube channel that I physically can. Now, if I couldn't podcast anymore and YouTube was not an option, I don't know what I would do because uh, I really enjoy the internet and being able to reach out to the community that way. If I couldn't have a podcast or YouTube or being on the internet, then I'd probably go back to the old days and I'd probably get a job and work my ass off until uh, 10 o'clock at night and have nothing else to do during the day. I don't know what I would do without podcasting. Honestly, to give you an honest answer, I really don't have a clue what exactly my life would be without podcasting. I don't know where I'd be today if I didn't have podcasts. And that is the exact truth, and uh, that just goes to show you how much dedication I throw to my podcast, really put my whole entire life, basically, into the podcast, a lot of you guys say that I do, so really the truth is, I guess I do put a lot of my uh, life into the podcast, but it's not really the only thing that I do in uh, in my life, so that was a very good question, hopefully I gave you a good answer, so your next question is, where do you see yourself in the future? That's a very tough question, because life is very hard to predict, when you think you're on your right track, bang, something bad happens. So I don't know where I would see myself in the future, but I will say this. I think it's safe to say that my future for podcasting is very bright. I've been here for three years already, coming up on January 3rd, 2016, we'll mark the three-year mark, so I at least hope to have another three years of podcasting. Now, eventually, I would like to make some more income for my podcasting. I'd like to make this my career. So I'm probably going to end up going to broadcasting school within a year or two and take up uh, radio broadcasting so that I can get a career in this. That would be a good future for me. Also, in the future, I'd like to um, inspire others to raise awareness for cancer, and I'd like to inspire others to get inside and get into the tropical fish keeping hobby, and I'd like to be a full-time marine fish keeper in a couple of years. In a couple of years, I'd like to have a reef tank, and I'd like to um, be able to tell you what it's like to breed clownfish and all of that uh, wonderful stuff. Okay Um, So really from the future from now It's hard to tell but what I will tell you Is in the future in the next three years I'm still going to be in podcasting And hopefully uh, in the next three years I will uh, Be doing successful I just hope to be successful In the next three years and in the future If that's a good answer To your question And the last question he has Is A place you would most like to visit? That one is an easy question for me. So I have a few places that I would like to visit. Now, the first place I've actually visited once, and I've actually lived there, as I said earlier in the show, and that is Florida. I would like to go back to Florida for a vacation at some point. I'd like to make it happen within the next two years. So... I definitely have plans to uh, go back to Florida for a vacation. Now, I actually would also like to go to Italy because Italy is my um, is where my uh, what do you call that? Um, Shoot, I wasn't born there, but I'm Italian. I don't know. Uh, I, I would say descent, but I don't know if that's the word that's for it, but anyways, I'm Italian, so I would like to go visit Italy and explore um, their foods and the, the real Italian culture, and I'd like to experience that firsthand, because I've never ever been to Italy before. I'd also like to go to France. I think France is very nice. Specifically, I'd like to go to Paris. In Italy, I'd like to go to Rome. Uh, I'd probably love to go to Hawaii. I've uh, heard they've got a very beautiful ocean down there. Uh, I think Hawaii would be a very nice place to go visit. I'd also really love a nice trip down to the Caribbean's in Australia. So I've got a lot of places I'd like to go. and um, Hopefully, someday, I can get to go to all of those places. So Jeremy, those were some uh those were some wonderful questions you uh gave me um Jeremy. So any of our live listeners, if you have any questions, please feel free to dial in at 1347 989 8142. We've got about 15 minutes left on the air, and I'm going to go ahead and make the best of those 15 minutes on the air. So the last topic we're going to talk about tonight is how exactly I got into podcasting. Now, I got into podcasting um, a while ago, and I know I told you guys this story 500,000 times here on the American Variety Network. But I really enjoy talking about how I got into podcasting, so we'll do it again tonight. What the heck? It's not going to kill anyone, right? And we might have a few new listeners, too. So if you're a new listener, you're going to enjoy my intro to this. So here's how I got into podcasting. So in the 11th grade, I had a science teacher who had a show on Blog Talk Radio. Now, as I remember, he was talking about it, and he gave a link to the class, and I remember writing down his show URL on a piece of paper, logging on the computer, and listening to his shows. That way, if I uh, did not study for a quiz, I would go on one of his episodes, and uh, ironically, he would be talking about things he was going over in class. So, I actually think that he had this show as like a quiz preparer. I don't know, that's just my thought, but maybe that's what it was. After After that year was over, I went into my senior year, and I no longer had science. I then found sports shows I liked on um, Blog Talk Radio, and I've also found a fish show I sort of liked on Blog Talk Radio. So it did not click in my head right away that I should do my own show. I was a listener for one full year and then ten months. So for one year and ten months, I was just listening to people's shows on Blog Talk Radio. I think that is why I really do not listen to that many podcasts nowadays, except for my favorite podcasts like the Stone Cold Steve Austin Show, the Chris Jericho Podcast, Coffee Talk with Shell on Blog Talk Radio, Food Fun Nation, um, Ring Rust Radio, just to be said. Media podcast on BTR. I listen to a lot of Block Talk Radio shows, but not as many as I did in the one year ten mark uh, when I was listening to one year ten months mark when I was an average listener of the show. But one day, the host of the particular fish show I listened to friended me on Facebook. We became friends, and I called into his show, asked him a couple of fish-keeping questions. I actually enjoyed the actual feeling of being live. Then the actual thought of having my own show came to me. I talked it over with this man, and I told him I want to do a show, and he pointed me to the right direction. And I will be man man enough to admit to all of you that the man that got me into podcasting was Mr. William Forrest. Now, my very first show I ever hosted happens to be my most successful show with over 70,000 listens. Now, I was thinking of a show no one has ever seen on Blog Talk Radio, and then, boom, I did my own cooking show. Now, it wasn't the best, nor was it the worst, but I enjoyed it, and I'm glad to have it here on American Variety Network. That was my first show that I did for a full two years. Now, within the full year of hosting the Chef Cornelli cooking show, I decided to create my first fish show, which was the Aquatic Wetline. Now, the reason behind this was because the guy who got me into podcasting upset me And I actually wanted to do a fish show anyway, but out of respect, I pushed it off a bit. But the moment he upset me, I decided to pull the trigger and host the fish show. It got some good listeners at the beginning and middle stages. I've had good guests and great co-hosts. But towards the end, as we all know, I got disrespected with it and decided to retire it. But of course, now we have a brand new fish show. Called Aquarium Talk the Podcast, where I finally, after two years of scratching and calling and researching for saltwater guests, I finally have two saltwater series on Aquarium Talk the Podcast. So I am excited about that. Now, after burning myself, Out of hosting a talk show, a cooking, and a fish show, a good friend of mine, James Jones, talked me into creating my own network. The first one, as you guys can recall, was called Ace Network, and now it's my personal favorite network, American Variety Network. I'm loving the American Variety Network. So... Why did I get into podcasting? Why I got into podcasting, or shall I say why I do podcast podcasting? So here is why I podcast. I enjoy it. I love talking to you guys, my audience. You guys are literally my best friends each and every show. It's like I'm talking to uh friends it's like I'm talking to you if you were in my same room. I love doing it. It's one of the things that puts a smile on my face. makes me happy, so I know it's going to make you happy. Not only do you guys learn something, I also get to learn something just by talking. Every time I talk, I'm I'm learning something. It's either I'm learning that I'm really stupid or that I'm really smart. So every time I talk, I'm learning something, and hopefully you guys will uh, agree with me on that. Another reason I podcast is because it gives me something good to do. Now, with the world full of negativity, I at least can say I do something good. Another reason I do podcasting is because I love the interaction that goes on between me and the guest and whoever else is on the show. Now, I love callers. I love live listeners. I love guests. And occasionally, I love having good co-hosts. And I've even learned to grow how to love hecklers. I love uh, people who call in and talk dirty and stuff, because I just laugh it it off now. Uh, I love just having a show in general. It's a really, really fun show. So now you know why I love podcasting and why I got into podcasting. Okay? Uh, let's see. I think I pretty much covered everything for today's show. I hope you guys have a new understanding of the man that is Alice Cardinelli. I hope you guys will think of me as a, a friend. I hope you guys will think of me as a personal friend that is hosting a show. Now, I am hosting a show for you. You, my listeners, are my friends. So I hope all my listeners out there think of me as a friend to you, because I love all of you, my listeners. Now, my goal as a podcaster is to engage my audience, teach my audience some things, and have some fun with my audience. And over the next few months or so, I'm going to give back to my audience by giving out some awesome things. And you've got to stay tuned for a major announcement on November 30th Because I want my friends, you, my listeners, my friends, to listen to that show. It's going to be phenomenal. Monday, November 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't think I have anything else to talk about for me personally. You guys know that I love podcasting and I do this for fun. And I have a lot of fun with it. So I think we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this show up. So... I'd like to say thank you for those of you from St. Louis, Western Massachusetts, and New York for tuning into the show. Because I know I have a few people from St. Louis listening. I know i got a few people from my Facebook group, Western Mass Community, listening. And I know i got a few people from New York listening. Thank you guys from those states for listening. And thank you all from all over the United States and the world for tuning into the show. Your listen means a whole lot to me. So make sure you tell your friends about my show. I'm going to tell my friends about my show, and I'd like for you to tell your friends about the show so your friends can experience this awesome show. All right? I really want you guys to have your friends experience. I'd like for maybe... uh, you to sit down with your personal friends, have a nice cold glass of beer, and experience the show together. Especially when I do that man cave show, um, I think a, a lot of people are going to. A lot of people are going to uh, enjoy that. All right. So hopefully, um, you guys will get together with your friends and listen to my show. All right. I'm actually glad I had I did this show. I was contemplating it was I was contemplating because it was like it's going to be egotistical of me to do a show like this. So like ah hello, I'll just do it anyway. And I'm glad I did because I had a lot of fun with this show tonight. All right, guys, I want you to check out my Facebook page, American Variety Network. Please click like on my fan page, American Variety Network. Um, and I think if, uh, you like my fan page, American Variety Network, you will get all of my updates and show news. So please go like my fan page, American Variety Network on Facebook. All right, guys, Alice Cardinelli here, and you've been listening to the In Your Face Talk Show on the American Variety Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. And have a great rest of your evening or day, whatever time it is you found the show. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure you tell your friends about today's show. Good night, everyone.